Welcome to the Fallen Star Sidebar, a Hollyweird podcast production. Welcome to the Fallen Star Sidebar, a shorter, more digestible, more tangential story about something that went down with someone famous. This episode features the entrancing downfall of someone who once showed endless potential in Hollywood. Yes, the firecratch herself, Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Say it with a straight face. The firecratch herself. <laughs> the firecratch herself, Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> there you go. But first, it's time for getting down to show business. Do you listen to Billie Eilish? I do, and I love Billie Eilish. <laughs> I feel like I was late to the Billie Eilish train. Like I feel like teens knew and loved and adored her for a significant period of time before I caught on. Yeah, but I feel once, the same way. But once I caught on, it's like on repeat all the time. Yes. She's so... She's just so watchable. Yeah, there's something very... Um, appealing and like I feel very drawn into the whether it's just a an interview with her mm-hmm. I find her very likable mm-hmm. or whether it's a music video or her art or whatever mm-hmm. I find myself staying up way past my bedtime watching her music videos on YouTube from time to time yeah I'm a big fan of her well I'm always a big fan of live performances um, but I like watching her live performances it's funny how different her uh, aesthetic and all of her live stuff is in, ca- in contrast with her music. Yes. Yeah, that's true. I feel like her music and her image don't always sync, but I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's it, just kind of doing whatever she wants to do. Yeah, it's very admirable. It's a good role model, I think. For I know. I wish kids. I had the confidence and like the pizzazz to do like wear lime green Jordans and like <laughs> matching lime green roots. Yes. And extremely long acrylic nails i know i wasn't allowed to have acrylic nails as a teenager oh, my mom never would have paid for that <laughs> sorry mom but <laughs> she still lives at home with her parents yes that's really cute mm-hmm. um did you see her snl performance that was awesome i know i feel like it was unlike anything that ever been done mm-hmm. on snl and a 17 year old girl is doing it yeah like, that's so cool. Did you see the making of how they, like, worked out? Yeah, that was so awesome. Yes. And for those of you who haven't seen an audience, she, like, uh, she came up with the whole idea herself, her and her team. And to demonstrate how to do it, she filmed it on her phone, and they took a tissue box, and she labeled it, like, ceiling, floor, wall one, wall two, and then they, like, played the song and rotated the box to, like, demonstrate how it was going to be. It's it's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. It's just super creative and... I, I read the Rolling Stone, um, what is it, feature about sure. her, and it was super heartwarming. Like, it made me tear up at points, because her parents are her managers, like, her brother is the main, like, they just create, they co-create music together. Her dad still has a folder on his computer called Billy's World, like, of all the things that she made throughout, like, her childhood. And, like, her parents, like, we just really wanted to protect her from everything out there. And, like, she's still, like, a really normal 17-year-old. How can you be so grounded 
and be like the biggest pop star on the planet <laughs> i think it's just like what she's exposed to and her life is totally normal yeah i think i i don't know i really like her yeah. i think that's the internet too like do you remember do you ever listen to fka twigs uh yeah mm-hmm. when she first started there was like a she gave some interview and she was like yeah like everyone knows about me but i don't have any money like I'll be on the cover of Vogue, and then I have to ask my stepdad for money for rent. And she, like, still had her roommate. Just That's, like, how the internet works. Like, it exposes you, but then it's not like they reap any benefits. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure Billie Eilish has a lot of money, though. I don't... Not from, like, the Rolling Stone article. Interesting. Like, she bought a car. But that was it. Yeah, I mean... Even if I was a superstar if i was 17 years old i don't know that i would want to not live with my parents right she's still a minor yeah like exactly i also really admire her um number one like being trying to be really private and number two her like very um she dresses the way she dresses because she doesn't want anyone to judge her body and, like, there were, did you hear about the tweet where some, like, she was, like, wearing a tank top and took a picture with a fan? I did hear about and someone this. someone was like, Billie Eilish is thick. And she was like, don't judge me in my body. Like, you're not allowed to say that. Yeah. No, I think it's, I think it's refreshing to have a female, I think it's refreshing to have a female protect her body in uh-huh. that way instead of using it to her advantage. She's just totally removing it from the equation. Uh-huh. I think that's admirable. I just, I love that she, did you see the, um, I think it was a Vogue interview where she's wearing literally like a sleeping bag. Like, I'm sure it's like Valentino, but she's wearing <laughs> a sleeping bag. I mean, just a sidebar, that's the other thing. She wears, I mean, some of her clothes border on obnoxious, but they're all name brand designer. Yes. I just think that's hilarious. I know. Like the one, um, I just love how she's always wearing Jordans. That's all she ever wears. It's like a giant sack outfit and then like acrylic nails and the weird hair. And like a Gucci bucket hat. Yes. <laughs> and like the sunglasses, like the skinny sunglasses. I love when she does um, space buns. Yes. That's my fave. I wish my hair was long enough to do space buns. You could still do them. You can do one bun. That's true. Two. Yeah. Maybe like part up, part down space buns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, continue. Yeah, I just, I love her aesthetic. I really like her attitude. In the Rolling Stone article, it said, while she swears like she's auditioning for Veep, she still lives with her parents and has never, like, apparently never smoked or done drugs or, or drank. Yeah. I think she's a great role model. I, she's a great role model for me, someone who is <laughs> vast, fastly approaching 30. <laughs> and I dig her music. I, I love her music. Did you listen to the Bad Guy remix with Justin Bieber? That is my favorite version of Bad Guy. <laughs> okay, so... I like when he goes, so icy. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. Like, I like original Bad Guy better because she and her brother are true lyricists, uh-huh. and Justin Bieber just kind of rhymed some things that were on theme. So icy. <laughs> so icy. <laughs> Uh, so I mean, like, his stuff seemed a little afterthoughty to me. Yeah, I'm sure he did that in 30 minutes. I mean, don't get me wrong, still a bop. But I wonder if when it came in, so you know how, like, 
Billy is notoriously a huge Biebs fan. Yes, like loves huge. Biebs. I wonder if like she listened to it and she was like, "Really? <laughs> <laughs> this is well, whatever. I guess I'm gonna go with it. <laughs> it's not great. It's not great, but I love it. All right. Um, this was getting down to show business with Megan Liz. <laughs> this is the Billie Eilish report. <laughs> All right. Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. I, in my next life, I want to come back as Lindsay Lohan. And she's got a fire cross, and all you guys would, of course, suck because you're desperate. I love it. Lindsay Lohan has been arrested for DUI again. And this time, it's not just for alcohol. She's reportedly been arrested for cocaine possession as well. We're talking her second DUI, driving on a suspended license because of a previous DUI, mind you, felony drug possession and felony transportation of a narcotic. Lowen was arrested on suspicion of driving under the influence in Santa Monica early Tuesday. She was chasing somebody down in the streets of Santa Monica. That is her second arrest in less than three months. And this girl's out on the road chasing people down drunk. How many times does she get the benefit of the doubt? Or is, is this just a case of a woman with extraordinary bad luck? Lindsay Lohan spent two weeks behind bars and this morning is already in rehab. Had I known differently, again, like I said, I would have taken it, you know, I would have made sure that I was in town each week and I would have balanced my work around that because I'd rather, you know, be working in the long run after all than dealing with this kind of thing for the rest of my life. This girl's in trouble. We've been waiting so long to do this. So long to do this. So we got this. This was a request from a listener. Uh-huh. But we'd be lying if we say we haven't dreamed about this prior to receiving the request. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Um, so we're all on the same page here. Thank uh-huh. you. Uh-huh. Why to you, Elizabeth. Do not call me that. <laughs> is Lindsay Lohan a Hollywood story? I think it's really her, it was her downfall, but then also her perpetual, like, you just can't, she's like a cockroach, she really, she won't go away. Like, she still pops up. So there's the initial rising, 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 crash and burn, Mm -hmm. but then there's also, that wasn't the end of the story, she's always trying to always get her way back in there. I also feel like in her brain, she's still Mean Girls Lindsay. Yes, she definitely, I think in her overall, like, attitude, she feels very wronged and very maligned for no reason. Like, she, I don't think she thinks it's justified. I think continually, this is getting way too psych into it, but, like, again and again, she just does not take accountability for the things that she does. Yeah, so let's do a little brief synopsis of the highlights. Mm -hmm. Did you go to the movie theater to see The Parent Trap? I'm pretty... Yeah, we did. I remember being like eight or whatever Mm -hmm. and going with a gaggle of second graders. Mm -hmm. And the movie was a dope. (laughs) The Parent Trap is... It's better than the original. She is excellent in that movie. I think she's probably like 11. Probably. Um, And she... So, of course, I was a little kid as well. And I was convinced she was a twin. 
<laughs> like her acting was that good this cannot be the same person especially when she's 11 like yeah. that she truly like was amazing in that movie also I still say um <laughs> someone handing my heavy on <laughs> here's the 411 I adore your father I saw a meme the other day and it was like the two of them in the cabin the two of them the Lindsay's in the cabin <laughs> you're born on October 11th? So am I. And then the subtext on the meme was like, bitch, you have the same face. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, you have the same face. Um, she's amazing in the movie. Yeah, like phenomenal. And then when you think she's a child actor, mm-hmm. like she outshined every, she outshined Dennis Quaid. Yeah, duh. Not, not <laughs> Natasha though, RIP. Oh my God. You know what? Note to self, that's a, that's a Hollywood episode. <laughs> Ding! <laughs> Don't go skiing. Um, yeah, that definitely, like, 100% put her on the map. She hadn't done... She'd been, like, a Ford model um, and done a couple of things before that, but that was truly, like, what skyrocketed her to fame. Yeah, but also, like, beautiful. Like, she was unique because of her red hair. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was just such a cute, a cute kid. Yeah. And I think but then after that came Freaky Friday... Yes. Which is a wonderfully entertaining film that my mother, who listens to every episode of this podcast, will still quote, and she cries every time at the end. (laughs) Every single time. So another remake, though. But, like, she, I think very early on in those first two projects, like, she's extremely capable of carrying a movie. Mm -hmm. Totally. At such a young age and opposite veteran actors Mm -hmm. is very impressive. Yes. Um, and then the ultimate career highlight for her was Mean Girls. 100%. Um, so that movie is 15 years old now. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so... Moment of silence. Oh. And then... R.I.P. Oh. <laughs> R.I.P. my adolescence. But, um, just full of quotes and references that millennials still turn to, you know? Uh-huh. Um, my supervisor will say, like, she doesn't even go here. I know. Or <laughs> on Wednesdays, we wear pink. You can't sit with us. <laughs> I will say that to people. You can't sit with us. Um, and Mean Girls has really... So Mean Girls, the concept, has lived on all these years later. Like, uh-huh. it's cemented itself in a cultural mainstay. Not to get too political, but do you feel like Mean Girls has had any kind of influence on feminism? In a positive or negative way? positive i mean maybe or was the movie just kind of like an expose about what it's like to be a teen girl i mean i think it was that an expose about what it's like to be a teen girl but i think i think it could have i think it could have been enlightening to some people uh-huh. and and maybe altered behaviors uh-huh. i mean i don't think it deserves a nobel peace prize or anything <laughs> It's no 13 Reasons Why. Oh, dear Lord. Which is still debatable as to how effective and positive effect I think that's that is. problematic, but that's a different conversation. <sighs> don't don't email us about it, please. <laughs> um, yeah, and they made Mean Girls the Musical. Yeah, Mean Girls the Musical. I think the biggest takeaway for me with Lindsay Lohan is she had Tina Fey on her side. Uh-huh. Like, Tina Fey was one of her biggest supporters you remember how many times she just randomly would pop up on Saturday Night Live during oh, that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. One of the funniest episodes of Saturday Night Live was the first time she hosted, and they did Debbie Downer at Disney World. I remember that, yes. And they all broke. By the way. 
trip to <laughs> I didn't say a word during It's a Small World when you talked about low birth weight or during the fireworks when you went over, when you went about about feline AIDS. It's the number one killer of domestic cats. I actually remember that. Because it was so, like, so, so funny. And then the second time she hosted, it was, like, definitely in her cocaine phase. And she, like, re- like it was bad. And compared to the first time, they did, like, the Hogwarts sketch where, like, Hermione grows boobs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was, it was so funny. It was, like, such a good yeah. episode. It's just, it's been, you know, sad to see her demise. But we'll get there. So when I was in college, I was taking a TV production course. And this was several years after Mean Girls came out. And I remember the professor was, like, kind of eclectic. Mm -hmm. And he went off about, you guys don't even know the most disappointing story of all of Hollywood, who had the most potential and threw it all away. And we're all just like, you know, Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. (laughs) And we were all like, what the hell? But, like, he was, like, very passionate about how she had everything and threw it all away. Mm -hmm. That was my funny Lindsay Lohan story. That's, it's funny, but it's also really poignant because that's how I feel. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, do you, do you feel sorry for her or did she throw it all away? Both. I agree with you. I don't feel like she had, not to get super therapy on you, the tools to be a successful person. 100. Um, I think, just to touch on something that I think it's forgotten, but it was the beginning of Lindsay Lohan is a pariah in Hollywood kind of attitude was Georgia Rule. Yes. Starring Felicity Huffman, Carrie Elwes, and of course Jane Fonda. And she is amazing in that movie. She's real like she's awesome in that movie. Like the end when you like figure out that she's like abused by Carrie Elwes or whatever, it's like that's an amazing scene. Like she's really, really good. And again, she stands up against these like veteran actors with so much more experience than her. I think she was she was like, I don't think she was twenty one when she filmed that movie, or maybe she was, but she was still like very young. And it's just crazy that that person's talent didn't get appreciated. Right, like she is naturally gifted. Mm-hmm. Can we pause one second? I want to go back to Mean Girls. Yeah, she was by far the star going into that movie. The biggest name. The yeah. biggest name. That was, like, one of Rachel McAdams' first movies. And then the other mm-hmm. to Amanda Seyfried and mm-hmm. what's Gretchen Wiener's name? Lacey Chabert. Lacey Chabert. <laughs> Lifetime movie veteran. Is Lindsay Lohan still the biggest of those four? No. Uh, well, if you want to talk about who's and them's, it's Lindsay Lohan, them. Rachel McAdams, them. Agree. Amanda Seyfried wasn't, um... She's a them. Lame is. She's a them. Lacey Chabert is still a who. But she has more steady work than Lindsay Lohan. Thank you, Lifetime. Thank you, Hallmark. True. Oh, yeah, So, sure. you know. Is Lindsay Lohan still a more notable actress than Lacey Chabert? She's more notable, but not for her acting. She's, she's infamous. So we'll put her third of the four. Yeah. McAdams and... Seyfried mm-hmm. above Lindsay in 2019. Yeah. That pained you. I know. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I think Georgia Rule was where her, where her, um, 
downfall started probably. Uh-huh. Um, well, it was the – there were reports that she was constantly um, late for set. She wouldn't show up. She was delaying production. Um, she was had got diagnosed with exhaustion, which was really just hangovers, which that was what was happening. And Jane Fonda, I don't know if it was an open letter or it was a letter that just got leaked, but she wrote a letter to Lindsay saying, like, look, I know you're young, but, like, this is a professional job. You're a professional actor. Like, you shouldn't – you can't be doing this stuff. And she was, like, trying to come from a place of helping, but I think it ended up being just, like, a major – shame factor for Lindsay and really started her reputation as just being someone who you cannot work with well so all right she was in chapter 27 which is the movie is that the movie about john okay no she was in chapter 27 which i think is the movie about john lennon's death she was in that yeah biatch yes that was the movie where jared leto got really fat to play (gasps) he gave himself gout Okay, Jared Leto is awful. He has a reputation for being fucking awful. Elaborate. He just, he's like so pretentious, thinks so highly of himself, like just so, so self absorbed. Um, he, he really has a reputation in Hollywood for being, like, the worst. All right. So, the end. <laughs> so you did not watch this movie. Yeah, so I'm looking at the poster right now for Chapter 27, and she's billed second behind Jared Leto. But, yeah, that's the movie about John Lennon's assassination. Who is she in that movie? Oh, my God. Do you want to hear the weirdest? Okay, so, yes. Jared Leto plays Mark David Chapman, who assassinated John Lennon. But in this movie, John Lennon is, is played by an actor named Mark Lindsay Chapman. What? Yeah, that sounds like some weird, like, Twilight Zone-y Or did stuff. someone, like, fuck up the playbill? <laughs> <laughs> but also, this is making my Control-F really hard on this Wikipedia article to try and find Lindsay Lohan information <laughs> because of Mark Lindsay Chapman. Um, <clears throat> Sean Lennon, who is John Lennon's son, mm-hmm. had gone on the record calling the production and making of the film, including Lindsay Lohan's involvement with it, tacky. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, however, the film received accolades and critics who, you know, praised the portrayal. So, I guess my point with this was, this was a good movie that she was in, and she was also in that movie Bobby, which was about... So, Bobby was, like, really an ensemble film about the death of Bobby Kennedy. Um, so, other people in this movie, like Helen Hunt, Anthony Hopkins... Um, How Ashton, did I miss this? Yeah, Demi Moore, Asha Kutcher, Shia LaBeouf, William yeah, H. Macy. Yeah, what's with you? You missed this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, she received an award, Hollywood Film Festival Award, for Best Breakthrough Actress for her work in this movie. So, Liz, <laughs> my point is, both of these movies, Bobby and... Chapter 27. Chapter 27, <laughs> were right around... They came after Mean Girls, but kind of before her downfall they were right around georgia roll time okay that makes sense but um she's holding her own against a bunch of people yeah and um you know the fact that she was even considered for these i think really speaks volumes Uh so um she was in movies of prominence like these and then once all this went down she's in i know who killed me liz and dick Scary Movie 5. Mm-hmm. Um, the Canyons. Oh. We'll get to The Canyons. Okay. Yeah, we'll get to that. So, um, do you remember that movie she was in, Life Size? 
I'm so glad you mentioned that, Megan. How on earth could I forget Life Size? So this was, was it a Disney Channel movie? Yes. A okay. Disney Channel original movie, Life Size. And she played a girl with an Eve doll. And then the Eve doll came to life. Hi, I'm Eve. And, and I'm your special friend. I'm Eve. And you're my special friend. And Eve, life, um, life size Eve, was played by Tyra, Tyra Banks. Banks. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a good movie. I love that. That's another one that I think I cried at. So that movie has kind of gone down as like a pop culture classic, I think. Yeah. Um, and there was a life-size sequel. In April of 2018, Tyra Banks said Lindsay would participate in the sequel and talks with her were ongoing. Um, and then ultimately it was scheduling conflicts that prevented grown-up Lohan from returning to one of her earliest roles. So I call bullshit. (laughs) And here's why I call bullshit. Because remember how Lindsay was like, oh my gosh, we should do a Mean Girls reboot. Tina, Tina, and Tina's like not answering her phone for Lindsay these days. Don't you remember when she was like tweeting all about how we should do a Mean Girls reboot? Because she's try- she was trying to she was trying to reinvigorate the reason why America loved her. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, girl, America loves you because of life size. <laughs> and they're already making a sequel. And Tyra's calling you. Why couldn't you make this work? So I don't think it was scheduling. I think something went down, probably. Well, maybe that's a good segue into, you know, the spectacle part of why Lindsay has really kind of tanked her own career, which is her addiction issues, which are well documented in a lot of ways. It's mainly alcohol. I think she's also admitted to doing cocaine. Um, Who kind of knows what else there is? There's a really good timeline um, that kind of chronicles her issues. Uh, January 2007 was when she first went to rehab. A couple more arrests in 2007 for drunk driving and possession. Goes to rehab again. Um, in 2009, it was kind of that infamous uh, video footage and the photographs of her in the white suit. And then she's crying because... So she was mandated to go to AA meetings. And she didn't do them, and she was on probation, and the judge sentenced her to jail. And she's crying, and she's like, I, I, This I, is blonde Lindsay. Blonde Lindsay. I remember this. In the white suit. Mm-hmm. with her Sobbing in court. Yes, yeah, like, like turned to her lawyer, me. like, You told me I wouldn't have to do this. You told me I didn't do this. <laughs> it was like, What do you think is happening here? She violated probation again for skipping out on alcohol, counseling, goes back to rehab. Gosh, so many trips to rehab, failed drug test. Violates probation, goes to Betty Ford. So when she gained popularity and became 17, 18, 19, she started partying. Is mm-hmm. this what happened? Yes. Okay. Still a minor for a part of that time. Mm-hmm. Do we need to touch on where her parents were? Uh, so that is, you know, as a marriage and family therapist, uh, I really come at it from, from that perspective and that everyone – so part of the spectacle of Lindsay is her family drama. I think she said in an interview, um, there was an amazing, amazing docu-series, they will not stop calling it a docu-series, on the O channel, um, just called Lindsay. Pause. We touched on how Tina Fey believed in her, advocated for her, rooted for her. She got Oprah Winfrey mm-hmm. to believe in her, mm-hmm. advocate for her, root for her. Give her a show. 
give her a show and she ruined it again yep continue so we all know michael lohan um and dina lohan dina is her momager uh i don't think dina's had addiction issues but like definitely overly involved in her kids lives as a momager um not really make like like a not a you know chris jenner is a benevolent overlord um dina not so much and I think the difference is Lindsay was supporting her entire family. Yes, she was definitely the breadwinner, like, for everyone. Um, she told a story, I think, in the O docuseries of, like, one of the first days she was shooting The Parent Trap. Her dad came to visit her, and then the FBI came to arrest him because he had warrants out for his arrest, and he wasn't supposed to be leaving the state. Um, Michael Lohan has a significant history of drug and alcohol abuse, domestic abuse there were stories about when she was a teenager and he like bashed her head against the car and called her a slut like constant constant conflict and thing in the docuseries they said like he would go on benders and wouldn't come home for days or weeks at a time they kind of never knew what was happening and then he would come home and everything like they didn't talk about it they didn't talk about where he'd been everything was fine until it would happen again so having that and that's the tale of many a child star you're, are you a JoJo fan? Leave. Get out. <laughs> right now. <laughs> okay. She, both of her parents struggle with addiction. I think she talked about being a little kid and, like, just wanting some positive attention to kind of take away from everything that was going on. And I think the same thing happened in the Lohan household. Um, so watching that kind of stuff happen as a kid really can only set you up for either doing the exact opposite or totally repeating history as an adult. So, unfortunately, it was the latter for Lindsay. Yes. So, she was probably overwhelmed, overworked, Mm -hmm. and offered things by (laughs) people who wanted to be in her circle. Yeah. And there's no, you know, it didn't, like, kind of the opposite of our, our queen, Billie Eilish, didn't have people to monitor her. Everyone said yes. No one ever said no. And no one was there to be a positive influence for her. And again, we talk about this all the time, but in a pre-social media state, and this is right at the end of the tail end, where I think you can be, because I don't think anyone will ever be like mega famous anymore just because of the saturated market, like everyone's on their way to being a who. She was so famous because she was still in that era of like tabloid photos, paparazzi following her. Like I think nowadays you have to like beg the paparazzi to come follow you. Because you're putting up your own pictures on social media. Exactly. There's no demand for it. So do you have sympathy for Lindsay because of all this? Definitely. I probably have too much. <laughs> I just, like, it's really, like, she's always putting herself out there, like, so much. Like, always wearing she's her thirsty. emotions on Yeah, and she's always wearing her emotions on her sleeve. And, like, I, I really do feel for her. Like, she's so talented. And I really don't think that she got set up for success. Agreed. Um, are you hopeful she'll make a tried and true comeback? No. You think she's done? Yeah, I think her reputation has really been cemented in the business, um, and she's never really proven anybody wrong. Um, the docuseries chronicles her, like, she's, like, trying to find an apartment. She's, like, no one will let her rent from them because they're afraid of her reputation and what she's going to do. Like, everyone thinks they'll, like, lose their down payment to damages she'll do to the apartment. She, like, misses a photo shoot because she oversleeps. Like, just, like, stuff that's, like, what? So do you think it's, like, a cycle, though? Like, if she 
embarks on some sort of creative endeavor, mm-hmm. do you think the people she's working with already have it in their minds that she'll fail? And she fails because of their preconceived notions? Or do you think she fails because of her own misgivings? I think she sabotages herself. Yeah. Like, so she's really... <laughs> might be jumping too far ahead, but she has been on The Masked Singer, Australia. The Masked Singer colon Australia. Um, and she's, like, giving it... First of all, she doesn't know who anyone is because she's an American celebrity and, like, doesn't know Australian celebrities. So every time they guess, it's like, oh, didn't know it was you. Random. <laughs> who are you? <laughs> and who are you? And she's, like, constantly leaving for smoke breaks. That's the thing. She's still a chain smoker. Um, like, constantly interrupting production for all of her demands. Like, not... She's just proving everybody right with their, like, their preconceived notions about her. Can you do a Lindsay Smoker voice? No, I, I cannot do that impression, but if you want one, um, the podcast, Sexy Unique Podcast, which is usually a uh, Vanderpump Rules podcast, when they're off season, they will do other shows, and they did Lindsay Lohan Beach Club, which I did not watch all of because Amazon Prime wanted $15 for it, and I'm not paying $15 to watch one season of Lohan Beach Club. Honey, this is how you throw a party, amigo knows, bitch. So let's talk about her music for a little bit. Yeah. Um, At the same time she was on the rise for film, she she was moderately successful as a pop star. Uh-huh. So there were the, as Disney Spawn, <laughs> you know, she had a song featured on a soundtrack for her movie here and there. Um, would that be the ultimate on <laughs> Freaky Friday? Uh, yes, that's exactly what I'm referencing. Um, that was the whole reason why I wanted to play guitar. <laughs> Shut up. I know, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know what, Liz? I'm, I didn't know you were such a Lindsay stan. I think, now that I'm looking back, I think she was around for really integral parts of my development, especially my pop culture development. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. So, not a terrible pop musician. Really her, not. Her two albums um, are certified, one's platinum and one's gold. Mm-hmm. So the girl has sold some records, uh-huh. um, to me and my sister included. <laughs> um, we definitely had the Freaky Friday soundtrack and burned that for everybody. <laughs> oh my gosh, when was the last time you burned a CD? Give me a year. I mean... 2012? No. When did I get an iPod? Like, high school. Yeah, 2008. Yeah, probably around that time. Dang. Remember, and then you'd get, like, the colorful Sharpies and, like, your own decoration on the CD. Especially if you were giving it to someone special. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to name a song, and you tell me what memories it invokes or what your gut reactions are to the song. This is a great game. Rumors. Oh, my God. I... I get excited. I remember the video where she's like running from the paparazzi on a <laughs> roof. And then jumps into the helicopter. Yes. <laughs> 
That song is fire. Also, that's when she had the famous um, lip sync fail when she was on Good Morning America. Like, she's really, like, giving it this, like, serving this performance. It's, like, super dramatic and really sassy. And then she, like, totally misses the cue for the bridge. And it's like, oh, she's lip syncing. <laughs> bossy. So, yeah, I thought that that was, like, a new track. But, no, it's, like, it was old, and they brought it back for... Yeah, so... It's really good. Bossy is the theme song of Lindsay Lohan Beach Club, the short-lived MTV series. I'm like, okay, jam. Okay, Uh early 30s Uh Lindsay re-recording some bops. Uh Um, No, Bossy originally came out in 2008. Uh So, recycle, reuse. (laughs) Now, next over I can't live without you can't breathe without you I'm dreaming about you honestly tell me that it's over it's like the world is spinning and I'm still living it won't be right if we're not in it together tell me that it's over be the first I like that song a lot um, I think she performed that on Ellen, and it's about Wilmer Valderrama. Wilmer likes a messed up lady. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything predatorial about Wilmer Valderrama's behavior? Yeah. He's always dated younger women who have issues. Like, it's weird. Also considering, like, it's just weird to me how effeminate his character was on that 70s show and, like, virtually pretty sexless. Yeah. You would say, like, you mm-hmm. weren't supposed to think... What was his the character's name? Fez. Fez. You weren't supposed to be attracted to Fez. Right. So, He's almost genderless. Yeah. So then, like, to have him, like, date Lindsay and then date Demi for a long time. And apparently he um, has Mandy Moore's virginity. <gasps> Ew. <laughs> yeah, you know, he he said that on, like, a Howard Stern interview or something First like of all, that. gross, dude. Come on. Really? <laughs> He's saying that kind of stuff? Yeah. Anyway. Well, Mandy Moore's got that this is us money. She don't care. Yeah. (laughs) Confessions of a broken heart, parentheses, daughter to father. I love that song. Why'd you have to go? Yeah, I mean, there was tons of mascara shed in that video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like sitting on the floor in a dress, holding her head, scrunching her hair in her hands. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty, you know, meaningful song. That's what I mean. Lindsay's always wearing her heart on her sleeve. Exactly. Lindsay Lohan has a Vivo channel on YouTube. That makes sense because she recorded some song. Um, I don't want to sing it. I hate when I sing. Don't make me sing. 
it's it's called Xanax, but it's like I have social anxiety, but you're Xanax to me. Yeah. It's like not bad. Right. It's uh-huh. really not bad. Is that new? It was like it's like this year. Okay. But then she <sighs> The video was just like her and her makeup artist like dancing together in slow motion. And then the song playing in the background. Because she's low budge. <sighs> Speaking of low budget, um you put something on here that I was like really I totally forgot about until <laughs> <laughs> We can put it in here. We'll definitely be putting it in here. Um, was her leggings line? What is it? Six one sixty nine? No. Six one two six. Yes. Referencing the birth date of the of Lindsay's icon and role model, Marilyn, Marilyn Monroe. Monroe. Yeah, that's uh, all right. Short lived. Um, should we go on to beefs? So. Part of what made Lindsay Lohan a spectacle is that she was front and center in every celebrity feud and beef that existed circa 2006. Yeah, until now. Um, do you remember the Hillary Duff, Lindsay Lohan, Aaron Carter love triangle? I will never forget. <laughs> also, you know, we should do an episode on our poor, poor Aaron. Yeah. He's really, it ain't Aaron's party no more. <laughs> It's really not. The party is over. The face tattoo is permanent. Oh man, that is another episode. I yeah. File save as podcast ideas. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So what was the deal? Hillary and Aaron were young love, mm-hmm. puppy love, mm-hmm. and Lindsay rode in on her streak of red hair. <laughs> And um, stole him? Is that what happened? I think that's probably how Hillary Duff would put it. <laughs> Do you remember like a few years ago, Aaron Carter? We should have known. We should have known that something was going to go down with Aaron Carter when he was tweeting a few years ago, letting Hillary Duff go was the worst <laughs> thing that I have ever done in my entire life. I miss you, Hillary. Give me a second chance. Don't you remember that? No. You <laughs> You don't remember that? Megan, my brain only has room for so much. A lot of it's how <laughs> This was just a couple of years ago, too. And he, like, so they were, like, 16 years old. Yeah. And he's like, I blew it with the, I blew it with the girl who meant the most. And she's, like, ill, basically. Yeah. Like, no. Hillary, Hillary Duff's doing fine. She's on Younger. Mm-hmm. One of my colleagues goes, they dress her terribly on that show. <laughs> it's like, all right. I don't watch it, do you? No. 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 Um, that, yeah, that was a big beef. Also, her and Paris Hilton, who, the infamous trio of Lindsay Paris and Britney partying underwearless. Yeah. Britney went through some shit right at that same time. Yeah, but Britney, I think, got the worst of it. Oh, yeah, but I mean, a bird's a feather. Yeah. That's, I think that's around the time the infamous um, gray hoodie slumped over in the oh. car, open mouth picture. Oh, I can see it. Also, they sell um, sun visors with that picture. <laughs> I'm really considering. 
you're considering getting one. I would ask for it for Christmas. Exploitation for me. The term, the phrase, Lindsay Lohan is a fire crotch, was uttered by one of Paris Hilton's boyfriends. Brandon, what is his name? Dassey. No, remember then he dated Misha Barton for the longest time and they ended really. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. What was his name? Brandon Dassey. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Brandon Davis, and he's like an heir. Yeah. So he was a I mean, good for nothing. Truly just like a human slug. Yeah. Um, Ugh. But that was like. <sighs> she's got beef with literally everyone. Recently, um, Paris Hilton was on Watch What Happens Live, and um, Andy does Plead the Fifth. And you have to, like, he asks you three really, like, contentious, hot questions, and you can either answer it or plead the fifth, but you can only plead the fifth to one. And he asks you three. And the one he asked was, like... Paris, <laughs> you've recently said that you never want Lindsay Lohan's name spoken in the same sentence as yours. Paris, say three nice things about Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> She's beyond. Okay, that's fun. That's that's a pretty true. nice one to say that she's beyond. Lame and embarrassing. Lame. Okay, all right. Okay. Beyond, lame, and embarrassing. And Andy's like, uh. <laughs> and he's like, still, <laughs> you're not over this. Yeah. She's trying to shame Lindsay and make her her seem lame and embarrassing, but, like, Paris, you're still talking about it. Why was Brandon Davis always sweaty? Do you Ew. remember that? Coke. Coke. Oh, oh. simple answer. Coke. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when Paris Hilton got caught with um, Coke in her purse and she thought it was gum? Yes. Yeah. I've never done drugs in my life. Okay. Why is Lindsay fascinating to us? Other than we've already established that she was popular at a pivotal point in our adolescence yeah that's so a big factor. she'll remain close to our hearts for all time just because of math mm-hmm. um but uh is she a great actress or just a teenage drama queen hmm. what a great question megan well i've talked a lot what do you think about that i think she's both i think she's both so in may 2019 dennis quaid who is engaged to a 21-year-old, Ugh, Don't get me started. Um, called her a savant to People magazine, and he said, quote, she had me believing they were two different kids. I believe that. De- I believe that Dennis Quaid thought Lindsay Lohan was two different people. <laughs> and and we've already said, like, she gets people in her corner and on her side, mm-hmm. Tina Fey, Oprah, mm-hmm. et cetera, because I really do think that she is talented. Mm-hmm. And I think she had proven that she was talented, mm-hmm. but I think she she's just not equipped to be a, a success. And there we would call that executive functioning skills. Okay. Uh, so she lacks those. Yes. There is a clip in the um, Lindsay docuseries where she comes back from, like, a meeting with a director, and she's crying. And, like, her mom's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? What happened? And she's like, nothing. He was so nice. He said, like... We love you. Like, every time a project comes up, like, I talk, I say your name because I want you to be involved in it. Like, I still think you're really talented and, like, I, I want you to be involved. And, like, she probably doesn't hear that a lot, but it's true. Like, she really, she truly is a talented actress. It's just, like, this albatross of, like, drama that follows her around. Like, it's, she's, like, borders on unemployable. 
Let's talk about the canyons. <laughs> Insert something here. <laughs> um, so there was a 2013 New York Times article called Here's What Happens When You Cast Lindsay Lohan in Your Movie. Before we talk about the article, I'd just like to say that the year is 2019. Mm-hmm. Lindsay's filmography, the last thing on there is this movie called The Canyons in 2013. Oh, God. So this is like the last film that she's been a part of. Well, yeah, I was, Megan, she's been focusing on her nightclub. Um, <laughs> for seven years in Greece. Um, except there is one credit on here, um, a 2019 film role um, called Among the Shadows. Um, have you... Haven't heard okay, a peep so about that one. It's called Among the Shadows, but it's also known as The Shadow Within. You know you have a problem when your movie has two film titles, depending on which straight-to-video release system it is a part of. Can I read you um, a synopsis? Please. A Brussels private detective... I can't. I can't. <laughs> Megan, continue. <laughs> A Brussels private detective who comes from a long line of werewolves. Pulled <laughs> <laughs> together, Megan, pull together. A Brussels private detective who comes from a long line of werewolves <laughs> uses her innate instincts to unravel the conspiracy behind her uncle's murder. It's time. Bon appétit. far back as I can recall, we have been at war. Every so often something occurs to tip the scales. This is where it gets complicated. Sorry, Ari. Nothing personal. Excuse me. Move! Move! Hurry! Wolves killing wolves. Where's the world coming to? I want to hurry. Someone wants to kill my husband. He is the president after all. I'm on it. Who's the top of this pyramid? They're hidden, but someone out there knows. I want to know everything. Did you know what Harry was? Good Lord, are you one of them too? I'm dealing with some very unpleasant people. The stakes are a lot higher now. I can handle it. Stolen debate material, death threats backed up by murder. Somebody's tying up loose ends. Don't let me down. I have to do this. <laughs> and that's called um, Beyond the Shadows. Among the Shadows. Among the Shadows. Yeah. Also known as The Shadow Within. All right, back to the canyons. <laughs> Um, Megan, you saw the canyons, right? I will never admit it. Okay. <laughs> okay, I did watch I did watch the canyons. I don't remember when I watched the canyons. I don't really remember anything about the canyons other than how awful it was. Yeah, like I think you said you said that you like while you remember watching the entire movie, you cannot remember or recall the plot. No, I just remember so Lindsay and James Dean, who is, I mean, porn star turned not porn actor. Yeah. 
her non-adult film actor. Yes, thank you. Um, James Dean, they play lovers, or like boyfriend-girlfriend. That's about all I remember about this movie. But wasn't he, like, it is softcore porn, right? Oh, yeah, like, there was a scene where they had, like, a foursome. I don't remember why. Right. But I think that's why he was hired, because he was experienced in adult films, therefore, like, he could do it. Sure. Um, (laughs) Sure. (laughs) But, um, so the big thing about this movie is possibly more... No, I think it's just, like, youth culture of, like wannabe actors living in the LA area. That's the plot of the movie. I think so. So looking it up, the discovery of an illicit love affair leads two young Angelinos on a violent, sexually charged tour through the dark side of human nature. I hate the term Angelinos. <laughs> but like, okay. Like So I think the biggest thing that came out of this movie, more than the film itself, was the New York Times article Here's what happens when you cast Lindsay Lohan in your movie. Yeah, like I think I think the fact that she was a train wreck about this movie got got the movie more publicity than any other way you could have tried to get publicity for this movie. Yes. Okay, so talk about the article. So New York Times reporter Stephen Roddick uh, followed director Paul Schrader and the production of The Canyons um, from beginning to end because Lindsay Lohan was going to be part of the production. Um, She was reportedly sober during the time of the movie, but she still couldn't make call times or remember lines. There was a point before they started filming, because yes, they got to filming with her, when um, she missed an important production meeting. It was like in the early afternoon, and she had apparently like taken a sleeping pill and slept through the meeting, which is like a whole other level of, I said before, not having executive functioning skills. So she, like, went to Paul Schrader's hotel room and was screaming and crying outside um, because she got fired. He texted her and was like, you're done. Um, Should I read this paragraph? Please do. Okay. Lohan could hold the entire production hostage, so he fired her. He went back to his room at the Orlando Hotel in Beverly Hills and left it to Pope, which is another production person, to deliver the bad news. Pope finally reached Lohan, telling her she was done. Lohan began to cry and beg for another chance. Pope told her Schrader had made up his mind. Lohan headed for the Orlando. She pounded on the doors until she found Schrader's room. As she banged on his door, she texted him manically. Schrader couldn't hear Schrader could hear her crying, but wouldn't let her in. He texted her and said, Lindsay, go home. The hotel manager rang up to ask if he could call the cops. Schrader told him no and sat down on his bed. Lindsay stayed outside the hall, sobbing for another ninety minutes, and then finally left. So what do you make of that? <laughs> the actions of, like, an unstable person. And like, and she, like, begged, begged, begged Paul Schrader to, like, put her in the movie, like, promised she wouldn't be a liability, and he was extremely concerned about it. And then she ended up doing exactly what he was concerned about. He still let her film after this. Like, he still kept her on, the production. And then there's a scene about her, like, crying in a closet refusing refusing to film and it takes like hours and hours for him to coax her out and then when she does get out she does an amazing job but it's like how can that be worth it like the time and money wasted all the people that work on a film and like that's what you're doing yeah 
I mean, I think there's a reason why that was her last film credit for so long. Yeah. And I think that article didn't help that. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Yeah. Also considering that that film was pretty much a commercial flop. Uh, absolutely. Do you want to play a game? Yes. <laughs> this game is called Lindsay Lohan, colon, Rotten Tomato, question mark. So... <laughs> Guess which Lindsay Lohan commercial, which commercial film has the highest Rotten Tomatoes score that she's appeared in? Hmm. Do I have options or just have to guess in um, general? I will give you options. Option A, Mean Girls. Option B, Freaky Friday. Or option C, The Parent Trap. Mean Girls. Er, Freaky Friday. What? Freaky Friday had 88%. Parent Trap had 86%. And Mean Girls had 84% surprising okay um which of these Lindsay lohan movies had the lowest rotten tomato score oh god georgia rule that's option a georgia rule bobby or just my luck do you remember that one no okay let me give you another one because i'm gonna say just my luck um, yeah, that's correct. That had 14%. <laughs> oh, the other two both had 18%. Oh, wait, did I say Bobby? Yeah. That one had 46%, I lied. Chapter 27 had 18%. Well, yeah, because Jerry Little gave himself gout. Huh. Yeah, it's awful. Do you want to play another game? This is called Tarazi or Not Tarazi. <laughs> Does Lindsay Lohan have more... Critics' Choice Awards and Award Nominations or Razzie Awards and Award Nominations? Razzie Awards. Yes, that's correct. She has been together nominations and wins six Golden Raspberries and three nominations for Critics' Choice Awards. More Razzie nominations and wins or more Teen Choice Award nominations and wins? I do feel like she has a fair amount of Teen Choice Awards. Yeah, mm mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Wow. Mm-hmm. More Razzie nominations and wins or MTV Award, music and movie combined, nominations and wins. I'm still going to say she probably has a lot of MTV movie awards. Yeah, she has more MTV than Razzies. That's good. All right. Um, What'd she get Razzies for? The Razzies. Two thousand seven, nominated for Worst Actress for Just My Luck. Two thousand eight, won Worst Actress for I Know Who Killed Me and Worst <laughs> Screen Couple with Herself for I Know Who Killed Me because she played <laughs> twins. Two thousand ten, wor- she was nominated but didn't win Worst Actress of the Decade for Just My Luck slash I Know Who Killed Me. Uh-huh. Nominated in twenty fourteen for Worst Actress for The Canyons and also in twenty fourteen for Worst Supporting Actress for both Inappropriate Comedy and Scary Movie Five. Huh. Does Lindsay Lohan have a Dubai Sugar Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> it's a story for another time. Um, all right, so. One season of Lohan Beach Club fizzled out. It's disappointing, um, and I stated before how I did not want to shell out the $15 to watch. Yeah. I watched um, approximately one and a half episodes while it was on MTV, mm-hmm. and, like, 
you can tell she's an executive producer on it. Like, she really frames herself in a certain way intentionally. But also, it's more of like, like, she's the Lisa Vanderpump, and the show is about all of the people who work at her beach club. That's pretty much exactly what that is. Yeah, so, um, like, it's Lindsay Lohan's beach club, but she's not the central figure. Right, right. So whatever and I didn't care about all those other people's which is why I wanted Lindsay damn it and I didn't get enough which is why I right. didn't watch it right um so and like you mentioned she's on the Masked Singer Australia <laughs> do you watch the Masked Singer the US version no. <sighs> what a um what a nasty fish uh-huh. tank that is it seems like she might be um uh f- uh doing foreign business dealings um, as her means of survival these days. But dealing in what? Nightclubs. Just purchasing? Real estate? Real estate? Foreign, foreign real estate is possibly the sketchiest thing you could ever get involved <laughs> in. I don't know. I think ultimately, though, she's not coming back. Unfortunately, no. No. Um, some of our sources for articles we've referenced, BuzzFeed, Starcasm, Wikipedia, um, and that's about it. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Fallen Star Sidebar, a Holly Weird podcast production. Want to let us know what you think about Lindsay Lohan, this podcast, or which strange event you can't get over? Email us your feedback to hollyweirdpodcast at gmail.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at hollyweirdpodcast to get clues for future episodes and photos that go along with the stories. Join us next time for a full-length episode when we discuss the untimely death of a California actor. You'll be furious if you miss it. Yeah, I, I love Justin Bieber. If I was your boyfriend, I'd never let you go. I can take him in any minute. I love Justin Bieber. Okay. Another remake. I think better than the original, personally. My mom will still say, um, Stevie Nicks, who's he? <laughs> Would you please respect my privacy? Beefs. Duh. <laughs> All right, let's open up our Lindsay duck. <laughs>